If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters. All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation recorder one. Oh, Dustin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened? Something touched my ear, man. This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. We're here at Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri again. Right when we started this episode of the podcast, Marvin, the uh, castle uh, dog mascot, whatever he is, uh, comes flying into the room. (laughs) And Dustin thought he heard wings flapping, um, (laughs) which would relate back to the last podcast and the screeching bird that uh, EVP that we played for him. But it turns out he's it's just a dog. He's a ground level. Okay, so today we don't really have any theme or direction we're going to talk about, but we did have some. Oh, I was going to mention the website. I'm trying to do that at the beginning of every MWGhostHunters.com. Yes. Uh, that mwghosthunters.com. If you want to hear any evidence we've caught before, it's all there. If you want to, the podcast is even on there, the merchandise stuff, or if you want to get in contact with us, you can do it all there. mwghosthunters.com. This is an email that we got. It's one that we get quite a bit. I think we've kind of addressed this. I don't think I know we have before, but it wouldn't hurt to do it again because people keep emailing asking. This is from Chris. He lives in Wichita and he says, I've been trying to get into investigating and none of the local groups are looking to expand. So I've decided to start my own group, I was wondering if you could give me advice on how to go about doing just that. I replied back and said, what specifically are you, you know, wanting to know? And he said, he's wondering what equipment should I invest in for the team to use? Should I have a code of conduct in place for members, general advice for starting a new team from an experienced team's perspective? Um, I want this team to follow the science and not be a group of Zach Bagans fanboys, (laughs) which is what he says right there. Um, because that's how they, uh, because that's what they see on TV and that's how they think things are done. Okay. So he basically wants to know, basically at grassroots, what do you need to do to start a group? We've answered answered this before, right? I think, yeah, we have, um, and a lot, and people keep asking my biggest thing. He asked the code of conduct for the members. I wouldn't let anybody in. I don't know. That's, that was the first thing I addressed too. I said, first of all, when you're starting a group, don't go out, look, recruiting, just people no if you put that if you put an ad in the newspaper yeah like you're gonna get i always go back to that um to the there was a a time and and we had another guy there was a friend of dustin's that came and then he brought his girlfriend or girl that he was dating or something and you know she uh she was exactly this the sort of person he's talking about uh yes and that's what you're really gonna run into you know most of the time if you just put an ad out there hey looking for someone to join a paranormal team you're gonna get and look, no offense to anybody listening to this podcast or around this table, you're, but you're going to get freaks uh, come crawling out of the woodwork wanting to be the next, you know, Zach. And that's not what you want. So that was what I told him first. I said, the first thing you want to do is address the team part. I said, don't even think about starting a team. Just find a partner that you trust, someone you know that you can go to these places with. And, and then- someone that shares your ideas of what, what you're trying to gather, that, hey, we... We're not trying to catch ghosts. We're trying to to investigate this to see if there's anything else that's not a ghost right. that could cause this. Yep. So yeah, definitely for sure. You don't want to start assembling a team based off internet, you know, applications. No, we didn't start this as a team. It no, was just you and it me. just snowballed. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the way. I mean, maybe that's my bias because that's how ours started. But that's kind of the best way I think to do it. And that's it kind of the way naturally evolved into what it is. Yeah, now. and that's that's the way a lot of the groups, you know, ghost adventures aside, but like a Taps group that does ghost hunters. That's kind of the way they did. At first, it was just Grant and 
and Jason, and then you know they grabbed another guy that one of them knew, and then they grabbed another, and that's kind of just the way it happened. So I, I would suggest they spend their money on audio recorders uh, to begin with, and spend a little bit more money than the absolute cheapest audio recorder that you can get. Spend the money to get uh, an audio recorder that has USB uh, capability that you can yeah. drag the yeah, audio you, in. You can do all that, but honestly, what he sent that email on is probably good to start with. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he probably sent that to you on his phone. On his phone, yeah. And, I mean, honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. All the money that you've spent getting all this stuff. I think we could still have our best evidence with just our phones. Yeah, we could. We could have some evidence, you know, with yeah. our phones for yeah. sure. I um, will say that the, the recorders I'm talking about <laughs> that are not incredibly expensive will do, uh, although although I will say you're right, we've had nights when the phone has caught stuff that the others did not, but I, I would spend a little bit of money on those simply because the microphones in them are going to pick up better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have the money to spend, it'd be great. But if you don't, Go out with your phone. Yeah, and that was one EVPs. of the, that was and that, don't don't run an EVP at your house is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, and and not in this you know this is Chris in Wichita and he's not the one who 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 asked this but there have been you know probably the number two most asked question is which app you know and we, I know we've talked about that before we've covered that in depth is to not well, that'll use, be real quick none yeah don't use the apps at all but uh, I can't remember if it was him or another person that said now you know once we have you know a partner or a team and we, once we have some recorders how do we find you know the best places to investigate that's the problem is those best places to investigate aren't necessarily going to want you yet uh, so you kind of have to start building up, you know, from the ground up something, a, a, a bank of something, whether it's cemeteries or, you know, someone who, you know, lives in a house that's had activity or a business or anything like that's that. That's the hardest part. That, that's the hardest part to get your footing in is, is, is yeah, is getting into the, the houses and the, and the businesses. Because our first investigation ever, was it at the cemetery? Uh, no, our fir the, the first one you and I ever did was at the Tower Theater. Wow, we got lucky on that then. Wow. Tower was the very first one. And then we did the school, and then the cemetery was after that. Mm. Uh, and the Tower Theater and the school were only because we knew people who worked there. Mm -hmm. I had worked there. John had worked there. You know, not at the time, but, but we still knew people who did. And that's how we got into the Tower. Did, and then did you find anything at the Tower oh, Theater that night? Nothing. I haven't mentioned on air... What happened oh, to me? Oh, yeah. His, his, you remember what he was texting about? Did I text everybody? I think I just texted you. Just, just you. You said something happened. I was happened, in a hurry. And I said, why didn't Dustin talk about this? Okay. I'll let you talk about it because I don't know I don't how much say, you want to I don't want to say, I don't really want to say where I was at, but I guess I have to. Kind you of. can say what type of place it was, but you don't have to say where. Okay. It was at a school um, and I was there late, late, and there was nobody there. It was me. Because I, I always take note of that. If I'm going in and it's late, I look at the parking lot. And, I'm like, and it's okay. a smaller school. It's a smaller school. And I was in there and I was doing I was doing stuff for to get the week ready. I think it was a Sunday night. And I was just making copies, grading stuff, doing school stuff. And again, I have to stress, there was nobody there. Like, not even custodians. There was nobody there. It was me. And I hate being there when it's just me because it is creepy. Like, haunted stuff aside, you're in a completely dark, large building. Yeah. With just you. So it's... Creepy. And man, I was in there making copies and I heard some crazy stuff. Okay. Like, <laughs> what does crazy stuff mean? He texted. He was pretty freaked out. But can you find that text that I sent you and just read it? Because it was the wildest thing I've ever heard with just me. Like, I, we've heard things, but I've always had you guys around, right? Right. And that adds a certain level of comfort. 
But when it is just you, well, and, and this, you hear this, this school you're talking about has had activity oh, in the past. Yeah, there's been all kinds of claims about this place. Yeah, and the original school burned down years and years and years ago. Yeah, and I got that like what the 40s or 50s. Uh, yeah, Something I don't even like know that. when. I could have swore, man. I could have swore that John was in on that one too. No, no, no. no. I think it was just you because I remember because because I have like the the shortcuts at the top of my text. Oh, okay. And I was just like, I just tapped Chris. Well, even like, without going through there, I can remember what you said. Because I wanted somebody to know in case my my dead body's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted somebody to know what might have happened. You first texted and you said, I think your exact words were, "I'm freaked the fuck out." I think I said something like that, yeah. Because I just heard kids giggling yeah, in the room next to me. Okay, so I'm in the copy room. And the copy room is just in the middle of the hallway surrounded by classrooms. Okay, there's a classroom on this side of the wall, on that side of the wall, on that side. It's just you're you're pocketed in there. And I heard a little girl giggling, unmistakably. Again, this is at 1130 at night, pitch dark, no cars in the parking lot. Like, So that's what happened first. It's always a little girl yeah. giggling and that's been that, people have said they've heard that before yeah they, and footsteps and then and then i heard footsteps going down the hall and again i don't have the little special key to to turn on the hallway lights it takes like a little it looks like a pocket knife almost what, what did the uh what did the footsteps sound like i mean did, were they just regular footsteps were they elementary were they the, teacher the footsteps? no 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 it was like like pitter patter oh like, so like a kid like a kid yeah and then okay so that freaks me out right I immediately just grab whatever copies I have. I, they're still coming out as I'm running out of there. And I did tell him, by the way, to roll. I think I said to roll. Oh, did, did you roll that was, a, that was the last thing the, he wanted. No, I'm not. <laughs> he wanted to well, get the, the hell out. The only thing I'm rolling is my wheels going down the highway. <laughs> see, see, this, this is as bad when you're as by yourself. When, when Melissa was telling me she was going through the castle and everything else, I said, whatever you do, roll audio for me. This could be gold that we could get. And she's like, no. No, it, you, you just want out of there. Like, I had this visceral fear. You know, like. You're out at night and you're walking through the woods and that fear. Like, oh, hell, the, forget the woods. I've gone to my own basement. You're walking, yeah. And you have that feel like, oh, shit, someone's watching me. I can yeah. just feel it. Right. Like, I feel like that's an instinctual thing that humans have. Yeah. Like probably brought on from some caveman walking Same out. And, tiger. Uh, yeah, a tiger. <laughs> like I feel, I, I do think that it's right. like an instinctual, like developed thing that humans have. Like that fear is not just your, a lot of times it's not just your imagination. No, I think it's, it's a, real. I think it's, it's a real. survival instinct. Yes. And I had that. Yeah. Because I was walking down the hall and I could just, I knew, like, behind me. Like, I yeah. turned on my flashlight and looked and, of course, there's well, nothing. And then don't forget, so I, you heard the giggling and I you texted and you said, I hear giggling, I'm freaked out. Giggling, footsteps. And then you also heard crashing. I go back to my room, okay, my classroom, and I'm sitting there and I'm doing stuff. And I'm hurrying because I'm already like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I'm, I'm turning stuff off and turning lights off and getting stuff organized and getting my bag and, and like my keys. And, I'm, and as I'm doing this, the room directly across the hall for me, I just hear, for one, it sounded just like a... Like stuff being knocked off a yes, shelf? Yes, yeah. Little things. I think just you like said dropping. it sounded like little things being knocked off yeah, a shelf. Yeah, little things just falling. Yeah. Okay. And then I hear that same thing from the hall, from, from the classroom down the hall. It, it sounds like the whole place is just starting to slowly come, come apart, alive, come yeah. apart or come alive. Yeah. And I was, it was funny because that's Marvin. Uh, it was funny, but it, not, it was funny on my end. I wasn't I'm, I'm there. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself because I was. Because Andrew was sitting there with me and I was laughing and he's like, he thought I was watching, you know, some, a funny video or something. I said, no, Dustin's in that school down there and he's freaked the hell out because he's hearing things. I mean, it, it, it legitimately, I haven't been that scared like in a long time. 
Yeah. Because I didn't know what was going to happen next. Yeah. And of course, this is the same place that has all kinds of claims where the custodians almost nightly, I've talked to a couple custodians and they always tell me, oh, you won't believe what happened last week. I don't know if it'll ruin anything, but this is the school that we investigated in the infancy of our group many years ago. And it was a custodian who let us in to do it. So anyway, one of the claims the custodians had said that they have in there is the sound of high heel shoes walking mm-hmm. down the That's hall. That's a common one. Yeah. And we heard that while we were there. Other claims, he the, the one that's the craziest claim he's ever said there was he heard a basketball being bounced in the gym. Yes, I remember that and he too. he went to investigate. Because your first thought when you hear something like that is, oh, there's some kid broke into the school. Right. And they're, they're messing around. And he goes into the gym, and what he finds when he opens the door, what greets him, is a lone basketball just like slowly coming to a stop from yeah. bouncing. And nobody in and there. And nobody in there. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's the one that stuck with me. That's a pretty good... And there's also like uh, in the bathrooms, they'll have the faucets turn on like randomly in the middle of the night. They'll just like, they'll come in. Oh, the faucet's on. Who, who would have possibly have done that? And it, yeah, I remember we went into the gym and put a basketball out there while we were there to see, you know, we didn't have anything happen, but I, I'm only bringing that up because it's starting to come back to me now. I remember that claim had been mentioned about the basketball in the gym. Flashlight turned on in the middle of the hallway. So that's what, that's what I was going to say. That's really the, this was, like I said, this was in the infancy of our, our Can, our can we talk about that flashlight one again, again, because this is one of the things that when Chris was talking to me about joining this group and doing this, he showed me uh, yeah, and that, it audio was and it was a deal where he has the flashlight come on and something says, you're welcome. Oh, I think that was at the, uh, I think that was at the skilled nursing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. But this was the first place we ever did the flashlight thing. We put it at the end of a long hallway. Was that, is that the same hallway? That's the same hallway that's that, the, that, that I got. That's the hallway you were on. Yes. Okay. So we put the flashlight at the end of that hallway and we did the thing where you, you rig it up where it just needs to be tapped to come on. But it wasn't tapped. Isn't this the one where it was literally like flipped on? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember the flashlight came on and my heart jumped up into my throat because that was like the first time that had ever happened. So maybe it was. The, the moral of this story is I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's completely different when it's just you. Oh, hell yeah. And God, you're yeah. all alone. It is, it's completely different See, than if you're in there with See, and I would have rolled audio, but my greatest fear is that I would have gotten something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, you, after, after John and I walked through here alone, listening to the audio that we caught, no, I won't roll audio If you do, myself. As I was going to say, if you do roll audio when you're by yourself, certainly don't review it. No. Until no. you're no. off site. Right, right. Now, I would, if I were, if something were happening, and I will tell you this, if I were going through here, closing the castle or whatever, and I was by myself, I absolutely would be rolling audio. There's no question. Nope. Now, I would not play it back until I got out of the castle. I've heard enough. The the stuff in the in the uh, dining room when you and I were closing Yeah, that, down. Was, that was a little on the creepy side. I'll and give you that. And then when we went down the stairs and I said, did you touch my hair? And there was that weird... Mm-mm. Yeah, and then the footsteps downstairs when we were upstairs. Were yeah, a little that's enough too. that I don't need. I don't need a real yeah. audio when I'm here but, alone. But I would, I would just. What was that? You hear that, right? There's breathing. It's right? constant breathing. I've listened to it for like 15 seconds. Yeah, there's, there's breathing there. And I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to look at everybody first. 
I mean, John's the only one that's got his No, mic this out. was like raspy. Yeah, this, it was like, <sighs> yeah, since before you guys started talking there. But well, it's there, so listen for it. I didn't say anything because I purposefully wanted to make sure nobody was doing it. Someone did pass away in this room. It was a, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone okay. did pass away in this room. Was too. it the person who died to, to, on this date? No. Okay. No, it was her mom. Oh, that's right. Tamara's mom. That's right. It was Passed away here. in here. Yeah. It'll be two years in August. Well, I was sitting here listening to that for and purposefully not saying anything for a long time so I could see everybody first, but it went on for a long time. We had some stuff last week in this in this very room. We haven't been in this room in a while. We were here last week. Last week we were. Oh, that's right. We were. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been in here in a lot except for last week. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee. The hot keys. The hot keys. Um, so. God help us. <laughs> Were you here when I said John's our Paul Schaefer? It's just like our subscriber count. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So that was, uh, I know, what, the, the, what I was going to say is uh, if you do roll audio uh, and you're by yourself, you just certainly don't review it. That's one of the things that always, I know when we do an investigation and we review, we review audio on site, that uh, is better corroboration no, that's, that's for any, for any naysayers that we definitely caught it there. If we're in an investigation and we're all there. See, there's going to be people listening to this that are like, oh, look, these guys are investigators. They're cowards. I'm like, hey, you do you, man. Like, have fun. But when I'm alone. Oh, hell yeah. When you're alone. I'm not doing it. Now, like, I know I know Tyler doesn't mind or has said he doesn't mind. Actually, he's proven he doesn't mind doing some isolation type stuff. He can do it. And if you're if you're down for that, do it. But and I'm when, just not. And when we talked about doing the sensory deprivation thing, he was all in for doing that. Um, that will involve him being alone whenever we do it. He seemed a little nervous in the basement during the day, moving that AC unit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Well, that thing was big. I know, but he was by himself really down big. there, and then he was kind of like, "Really big." I'm done. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I can't go anywhere well, with these guys. I, I just know that there's going to be some listeners that are like, oh, these guys are, he's a coward. He's scared. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's, that's fine. That's why we like, have a group. I, yeah, that's why we do it's it. It's completely different if you've got a whole group of people and, and you're going to play back audio than if you're the only person <laughs> yeah. in the room and you're playing back the audio and you hear somebody say, get out. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a completely you know what I, different if deal. If I'm alone, I'm going to be like, okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, like I said earlier, in my own house, which isn't haunted at all, you know, turn it. Well, hell, this has been the case since we were nine years old in your basement. Yeah. You know, we turn the lights off down here, then here, then here. By the time you get to that last set of lights, you're ass and elbows. Yeah. Yeah. Because Because you you can can feel something grabbing grabbing. feet. And Um, I've I've never. And one time someone actually did. Yes. It was his brother dressed (laughs) up like Chewbacca. Yes. Yes, yes. Which, which, Rick. Rick. Yeah. He came running out of there and was literally grabbing feet. Ever since that moment, it was a traumatizing event. Turning the lights off. <laughs> yes. Uh, just because that was like the that was like the embodiment of the your biggest fear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So even if you're in a place that's not haunted, I mean that that instinct kicks in. Anybody who says it doesn't is full of shit. And anybody. Yeah. Well, and anybody that. Like, I've never tried to give this persona of, like, fearlessness when it comes to this. Because, like, the the whole concept of the paranormal is, at its core, like, unexplainable and scary. You're right. I mean, let's rewind back to, to the Willard house that we did. We peeled the hell out of there and talked about leaving our stuff behind. Yeah, I was like, I'll pay for it. <laughs> I mean, really. We really did. So, I mean... <laughs> 
if you want to call us cowards, I really don't care. It's completely different to watch a ghost show on TV and see that this uh, that they're going into this abandoned place in this uh, you know middle of nowhere with no lights on. It's completely different to do it. Well, it's completely different to do it, and you can't even imagine what it feels like whenever the atmosphere changes. You can't even put yourself in that place. You know, you can watch, you know, Ghost Hunters and or that, Ghost Adventures, and you can how, say... How did the atmosphere feel? That's, did that's what change? I was getting ready to say. Like, it, it, you can't explain it. It's just this feeling you get. Are you talking about it at school? And I'm, a lot talking of about, it, I'm talking about it at the school. And, well, the school, but... I, you know, I've experienced this. Willard is a really good example of this is when you just it's like a, a, a switch gets flipped. And I think a lot of it is that what I was talking about before that that fight or flight. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say thing. is a lot of times it's not you. you Many times you can't be sure if you're starting to freak your, you know, get a positive feedback loop of fle- uh, freaking yourself out. But I can say 100% in Willard that time, it was not that. Because there was nothing going on to freak us out. Right. It was just an overall feeling of, of compl- like you were suddenly in a different place. Now, the at, air at, was very heavy all of a sudden. Well, at my, at the place I was at when I was alone, the story I just told, I, you, start, you just started to hear things. And then you start questioning, well, is this, is this just me like freaking out? Yeah. But then you hear it and you're like, oh, well, that's not make-believe like i actually heard that like i like i said like little things it's like somebody just started knocking small things off shelves like little little things um off of shelves and in this room in that room in that room and then you couple that with the footsteps and then the little girl giggling guys i cannot stress how creepy that was have they ever caught anything on the security cameras at the school because i would imagine that in this age even that well, small school is going to have to have security. I mean, cameras. they're always rolling, but no one's ever like stopped and like reviewed it. Those are like for like they school even, time. Like hours, I guess they like. would roll. After, do they roll outside? Oh, of school they're time? they're always rolling. Oh, okay, yeah, like they're always rolling, and there's one in every hallway. So that'd be really interesting. But- See, and that's that's where like uh, with the basketball in the gym, with uh, uh, with mm-hmm. things getting dropped. Yeah. I, I would love to see. I mean, that's that a really video. good point because that would have been caught. Like they have those cameras, there. and one of the best, and they're videos, like three sixty cameras too. Right? Like, yeah. So they're, and you they know, get everything. Yeah, you know that it's going to get it on there. Somebody's got it if they know that they're. But it could also be a situation too where if you're the uh, the principal or the head of security, or, or it depends on the size of the school, but there would be no reason that's what it, for them like, to come in and review no. that unless somebody broke into the school. And again, I've been there dozens and dozens of times at night, and nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Like, Did, was just, there anything different that night? Uh, electrical storm? Anything at all? No, nothing. Like it was a clear night. Okay, just a normal night. And are the footsteps that are usually heard? Are they usually little kids? Are they elementary I've school heard, teacher? I've heard them, which is like high heels. I've heard them say high heels. I've heard them say like a like a light footstep, like a child. That's what I heard. Was just like a like a like I said like a pitter patter, like just a real quick. Okay, like, like short legs, you know. And it's pretty common, by the way. Uh, I was just thinking about one of the best paranormal videos I ever saw was security footage from inside a school. Have you seen that one? Where the, I think it was in, in, in England. It's, it's fairly recent, but I mean, it shows the lockers rocking back and forth and the chair actually comes up off the ground and then crashes down to the ground and falls over on its side. Posters are flung off the wall. And that was inside a school. I, I can't remember exactly where. Uh, it was on one of those paranormal caught on camera shows. And since then, I've seen it everywhere. But one of the, that's one of the best you know, paranormal videos that I've, I, I've, I've seen. Um, so it's really not uncommon for, for schools and, to and, have that kind of stuff. And I honestly don't think this is something that only happens at night either. 
because I think this kind of stuff could happen during the day of a busy school day, and no one Who would, would notice. Know? Yeah, you wouldn't know because there's so much activity. Because there's 600 children in there. Yeah, it's like, like a beehive. So, um, so yeah. Because I've come in my classroom, and my posters have been down, and I don't, don't think nothing of it. Yeah. Or something's knocked over, and I'm like, oh, they didn't pick this up, or what? You just don't think about it. Yeah. So I think this kind of thing probably happens all the time. I, I will tell you the paranormal activity absolutely happens during the day. I was on my way home from uh, from work, and I get this desperate phone call from Chris that says, hey, can you go by Barbara's house? And I said, well, what are you talking about? He said, well, she's, she's got all kinds of stuff going on. She's saying that the table is lifted up off the ground. There's all kinds of activity happening. Can you go there? And I said, well, you know, I can go there, but I don't have any gear or anything with me, So, but I, I can swing by. I walk into that house, and it was unbelievable, the stuff that was going on. Uh, a massive shadow figure uh, was, was going uh, d- down the hall. It sounded like the house was, was, was exploding with things happening in there. So I myself have, have seen that happen in the middle of the day. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've cut tons of stuff in the daytime, nighttime. Well, look at here. Look here at the castle. Morning, yeah, morning time. Like it, I don't. I, I'm, I'm seriously like, I've never been convinced that it has to be nighttime. That's always sound. That's always felt weird to me. Like, oh, like they only come out at night, right? Like, I, I don't know if I agree. Like, I, I, I don't know. But none of it makes sense. So, trying to make sense of it is kind of pointless, I guess. What I was doing here was I was trying to find. Since you brought that up, I was trying. I saved. I saved the voicemail that Barbara sent us that time before I called John. And in that voicemail, you can hear you can hear all kinds of stuff happening in the background. And that's what I was going to try to find. Well, I, I had a, a deal whenever I got here uh, to the castle. Um, you know, I used to. Uh, I still get here sooner than anybody else. I, I was in here setting up one time, and I heard a uh, a woman in the other room and I thought it was Melissa and I was so I started talking to uh talking to him now they didn't answer back but and then you know Melissa shows up like 20 minutes later so I I I've had that creepiness myself here you're talking about stuff happening during yes, the day yes I've been here like castle sitting during the day and I have got to where I've been so uncomfortable that I'll just go sit on the front porch like yeah. with the phone you know in case anybody calls I'll just sit out there because it just it's like you were saying earlier. It's like someone just flips a switch and things just feel yes different, and, and it does. And it's yeah. it's just you can feel you can feel it in and there. I, I wish I could explain that better, but you no, can. you you can you can feel it. And there there have been times that um, that you will come up in that that time whenever I came up and helped Melissa close the uh, the castle when I saw all of those shadow figures going up and down the stairs. I knew that we were going to have a very active night here at the castle. I mean, I'll come through during the day, like if I have to set up for a tour that night and I have to prep the building and that there's a lot of lights here that you have to go through and turn on. And the part that bothers me the most is down by the POW cells. I always have that feeling that something is watching me walk mm-hmm. through that area. And it's just a very uneasy feeling even during the day. How do um, like uh, when the castles had like weddings or... Uh, because there, there's a lot, there's, we talk obviously about Pythian Castle in, in regards to ghosts because of what we do, but this is actually a really nice facility that you can get for proms and, and, and we don't get anything off of this. So I'm not trying to do a, a commercial here. How does, how do those things usually affect ghost tours or do they, you know, like if, if she's had a prom here on a Saturday, does your ghost tour the following Tuesday, does activity pick up? Does it not? Does it have any bearing on it? I'm going to go ahead and probably guess that it's just random, right? Yeah, because because the activity here, it's not it's not high all the time. Like this past Tuesday, nothing happened on my tour. 
Like we'll go through lulls where what happened it's to, very What quiet. happened at the prom? Oh, at the prom. So I guess these girls kind of stayed late and they were trying to have like a seance or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this is a great story. And then and then Tamara, she wasn't trying to necessarily run them off, but she was kind of like, okay, it's getting late. So she let Marvin in. Well, when Marvin went tearing into the ballroom, it scared them half to death, mm-hmm. and she said they up and ran out. That's good, good, good boy, Marvin. You know, we don't we don't need Ouija boards here. No, is that what they were doing? I don't know. They had a Ouija board, but she said they were like sitting in a circle doing. So we don't, guys, don't bring. I that think here. that people. Well, and you know, come on. I mean, your your group of high school kids yeah. or anybody yeah, but, else, but and the you're... high school kids. The young ones are the ones that are like not afraid of anything, so well, they don't necessarily yeah. I mean, know. Uh, you didn't see her put air quotes, but she did air quotes. Yeah, yeah. they don't I'm really know what kind of repercussions can come from some of those things when you're being stupid. Yeah, I mean, this is the age group that does that that <laughs> light as a feather, stiff as a board, board nonsense. See, hey, I, uh, I did that when I was a kid. I'm not necessarily <laughs> a believer that it causes anything, but I will say that I wouldn't do that because I feel like that might be a little disrespectful because other people might think it does. Like right. people that have to be here every day, like you. Right. I mean, well, I, and I don't know. I don't know that it does. So therefore, if I don't do it, I know that it does. Well, and that's like with a Ouija board with me. I, I mean, won't mess with the Ouija board. Right. I mean, I, just, I don't. I, I understand they're made on the same production line as Monopoly and and Trouble, but uh, if if I can be just fine not using it, um, that's see, the route it, I'm if, taking. If it was just me, I would use it because I don't believe in it. But again, like I, I try to think about what other people might believe and how uncomfortable it might make them feel. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot of people don't realize someone lives here. So while, you know, you might do your whatever you're going to do and then you up and leave. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. If yeah. you stir up something, then the person who lives here and the people who work here have to deal with that. Or it, even if you don't stir up something, they have to deal with the possibility in their right. mind that it might. Yeah. And that would make them uncomfortable. So I wouldn't do it. Like we've had people come here and like leave little crystals and stones and places <laughs> and... You know, if you move this crystal, then that's going to unleash the bad guy. And I'm just like, pick that up and throw it in the trash. Are they sprinkling sea salt in the corners? And You, kn- you know the person that wears the, um, the pasta strainer on their head? <laughs> yeah. Their significant other was the one leaving little trinkets oh, around. Good, good, good for him for having a significant other with yeah. a pasta strainer on your head. <laughs> yeah. So we just went around and removed those little trinkets because, you know. What are you calling trinkets? Like crystals? Crystals. There was a seashell. With the point, with the purpose of them doing what? Supposedly, the guy that's in the Japanese cell is bad. So she put a crystal above the door frame, and then a crystal above the door frames leading up from the basement. What kind of cr- like quartz? I don't, I this? don't know what. One of them was a seashell, and that supposedly was to keep him in the basement because he was bad. Well, I know, I know, I don't know much about ghosts, but I do know, I do know they're terrified of seashells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. So, you know, <laughs> we don't, don't, don't come in here I mean, with there's your nonsense. N- I mean, th- there's not been any problem with the basement. I- even if, let's say there's a bad spirit in the basement. Has there been a big issue with him wandering through the rest of the castle? I don't think there has. I mean, uh, we don't, we don't have anything bad, bad, bad here. We've never encountered I w- anything I bad. wouldn't hang around if we had like the stuff you had in Willard. I wouldn't hang around if we had that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Willard was not a nice... That was not nice no. at all. That was bad. I know we talk about it a lot, guys, but if you'd been there, you know, you would understand that. Well, no, I'm not downing you guys on how serious it was. I'm just saying I wish that no, no, I, I won't I won't mess with that. Like that 
I remember that night, Tyler, Chris sent me a message or no, Chris was sitting in, in the, the, sitting in Dustin's truck and said, I just got a message from Tyler. Tyler wants us to go. And I said, well, Tyler can go. Yeah. He can just go. I wish, I wish more of us would have, could have been there. Yeah, um, I wish we had the full team like we do now there. Yeah. Then. Cause that, I haven't had very many nights where I can say it was like a life changing event. <laughs> Yeah, that was scary. That was one of them. It was scary because it's just an average nice home. I would love the idea. I would love to. I'm. I, I'm not. Not. I wouldn't go in there now, knowing what I know. But I would love to be able to go in there now with all the stuff, all the investigation, the way we do things now as compared to the way we did then. I gotta tell you, and try to I, catch stuff. If if we if we could time travel, if we find a time machine and go back to that night. Us now, as we are, I don't think it would have ended any differently for me. No, I don't think it would have ended differently, but I think we would have gathered more evidence. I yeah, I, I probably think we probably, probably would have too. I still would have ran out of there. Yeah, if it, if the, if the events would have unfolded the same way as they did then, I would have left because it was just as it was it was it was scary. And we do have it on the website mwghosthunters.com. Uh, I'm gonna have John hit the F key so we can transition. <laughs> This is why we need a camera so <laughs> Melissa's face can yeah, be captured. That's the only reason why we did it. <laughs> we did get an email from someone in Corpus Christi, Texas, that asking us if we had any plans on doing any uh, live YouTube investigations. I was kind of hoping Hunter would come today. I know he was busy last night and wasn't going to be able to make, make it today. Does he know? He knows how to do that, right? Oh, yeah. He knows how to do that. And has the, okay. The answer to that was that would be cool. I actually think that would be boring. For the average person, maybe, it probably maybe, would be. But yeah, I think that it. I'll tell you who I, would I, like that. And that's think, Tyler. I think it would be. Yeah, it would be kind of boring potentially. Maybe not. Maybe it's a gold mine, and we've done something really smart. But even if it's boring, I think it does nothing but add credibility to us. I think so too. That that would be the yeah. That would be one of the big positives. But I, here's here's why I think it's boring on this because if you come in and you look at even even the Willard case, let's go back to Willard and look at that. The activity that we got in Willard really what four minutes five minutes out of all of the time that we were that right. we spent but again there. like we're not here to be showmen that's credibility correct like, but i i think that if you if you're going to be watching it live on youtube you have to realize that you're going to be watching hours of yeah nothing. If, you, if you go in to watch it there were it's an unedited uh just you know dry just feed. raw footage yeah raw raw feed. We're, we're living in a world where people will set for four or five hours at a time and watch someone else play a video i game. know that's the most or play with toys or take one out of the box the unboxing, An unboxing. Yeah. oh god sophia loves those videos. and they even read the instructions yeah, they'll go through it one page at a time like flip yeah the instructions. you know yeah. the thing that i used to just immediately unbox and throw, throw away? away yeah like there's a whole video now of them watching, and that gets millions of views. And they'll show how many twist ties are holding it in place. Well, and I was watching a guy on the setup of this unit that we're on today. I was watching a video just like this this morning, and I had not really used the equipment before, but the guy who made the video was wrong about some of the things he, he said. He was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, we, it, the, it's a different it's a different age now as far as uh, what is considered entertainment. Mm -hmm. A lot different. So uh, you know, with that in mind, it might be you know it, oh, it might could be, be a gold mine then. It, it could, could be. be. I don't know, but it's something we could do. Uh, I know Hunter is very well versed in YouTube. I think there's a lot of reasons not to do it. I think the potential of it being boring isn't one of them. I, yeah, I agree. I think it would be good. So I guess the answer to that question would be, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we could. Why not? Why not? I don't know the technical, you know. 
restraints or you know i don't even know what's involved in doing that but uh, that's it would be just like a facebook like if, if you're using facebook live the question would be like getting all that hooked up and we do only do one video camera right that's what i was asking is a multiple one like that that would all be hunter territory. yes and that's what i yeah that's what i was saying so as far as that goes or do you put the camera just in the most active spot i mean i don't know and what is the most active spot as we have proven I think it would time cool. and time again you cannot find that spot because well, then you here at the castle you would also have like the live chat going on the where spot. people could talk. Yeah, the spot. yeah, but somebody's gotta be there to yeah, someone's, take care of the live yes, chat. Someone's gonna have to be like sitting there. It. And if you're gonna be streaming off the phone, I don't know about being able to respond on that phone. I don't know if you necessarily have to. I mean well, I think Go- that- Ghost Hunters did that years ago. Like on Halloween. They always they would did have that their, on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, they would have their live feed going yep. and then they would have people responding to the watchers. Yeah. A lot of those but, chats can be auto moderated and like stuff so you wouldn't even necessarily have to respond it'd be nice if you did to yeah. give feedback and stuff as you go that was one of the things i liked about the halloween special ghost hunters did because they got to the point where they would actually on the tv show show the little you know the questions popping up at the bottom of the screen and then you know someone would reply or not yeah and they they definitely um, had like but a, mostly a producer it, doing that yeah thing. but mostly it wasn't people asking questions it was just people pointing out things and that would be the benefit of we, it we we had that happen when we did our uh, we've done podcasts during investigations live yep and one of the, the very first one we ever did was at Ashley's house and we had people that sent in stuff we had somebody that sent in detailed notes probably oh, yeah. the most detailed notes i've ever seen minus the ones melissa has sent they are almost identical to the ones that you sent. And it was at blah, 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 blah time. This happens. What is this audio? Yeah, someone sent an entire log of like at seven minutes, 47 seconds. Yes. And then at nine minutes, you know. And yes. And it was just exactly like, like when you send audio over to Melissa. To See, I think to. that's. I'm just trying to be detailed. No, you should. It's great. Uh, you do a great job, but. We had a, a, a listener that did that on the live podcast. It was, they did a great job. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and that's really what happens whenever, you know, whenever people start chiming in on the, on the chat part of it. They're not really saying, asking questions of, you know, the people behind the camera. They're more pointing out stuff for the other people who are chiming in. So that would be, I don't know, we could, that would be something I would definitely be willing to, uh, to do, to try. And I know Hunter knows YouTube really well. And since so. we're just talking about random things, I think it'd be, and I know we've talked about this before, having video here right now as we're yeah. doing podcasts i think is the next logical step for us right everyone can see my face whenever the uh when john does when his... john starts pressing buttons on the soundboard <laughs> and then we can do post-production and zoom in on your face as you give the <laughs> <Yeah>. slow <laughs> the slow head shake no of disapproval i think it'd be great <laughs> Uh, okay, so I think our next invex- investigation you're going to hear us talking about is probably going to be in Buffalo. We're going to go back up there before they uh, before it changes hands. We'll be getting that in order. Oh, I was going to bring this up. I heard about it. I read an article. It said that the, the Catholic Church, has anybody heard about this, are funding an investigation into the paranormal just in... Are you talking about where- like the Vatican? Yeah. Yeah, it's like being funded by the Vatican, and it's just focused on like the uh, where, where is the, where is that? Where, help me. It's in Italy. Thank you, Italy. Yeah. That's the place. That's the place I was trying to think the of. The spaghetti place. That I, Vatican City is its own country. Right. It's, it's their done, own yeah. self-governed little yeah. spot there, and they're they're funding just in that area, not worldwide, but they're going to look at like common paranormal events that happen in that area. Huh. That's interesting, because in that area, they do an awful lot of exorcisms. 
Well, the yep. the Catholic Church is one of the biggest like believers in like paranormal and stuff. Aren't they yes. the only religion that has a um, a way that they uh, exercise demons? Yeah, Catholic religion that has to be any quote unquote possessions and exorcism that has to be approved. Like they don't just send a priest right, out. Right, right. But I mean, but, whatever. But there's like a process there that, yeah, that, yeah there's you know, a whole that, process. There's, I mean, and, and you actually, the, on the ones I've seen, if you watch, I think it's on Netflix, it's like the exorcism of, and then it has someone's name. Right. Um, they bring them in, you know, they bring them to the, this place. I don't know if it's in the Vatican or where, but it's, it's there in that area. And then they have a Vatican-trained uh, exorcist. Mm-hmm. You have to be, like, the, ordained. Yeah, yeah, you can't just... Yeah, Joe I mean, yeah, yeah, this is not just like... Oh, you there's know, an extensive that. training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Extensive. And then they have to do an apprenticeship. They have to sit there in rooms where someone else is doing an exorcism. Like, so many... They have to do, like, a hundred of those. Yeah. And my... Where my head always goes is, okay, he, Cath- is Catholicism still, like, the leading... Like the as it's, far as Christianity goes, it's is huge. It the highest, I would say, I think so. I mean, I'm Catholic. I'm not really a practicing Catholic anymore, but I would have to say that they're probably the largest. See, that's the thing that gets me is like if that if if a certain percentage of the world believe in this, why is it always like head nodded, like sh- shaking away? And well, I, I don't and, know that. I don't know that it is as much. I mean, go back and look at at everything that that used to be laughed away. UFOs used to be laughed at. People people viewed that as crazy. Ghost used to be laughed at. And I still think ghost is still a bottom pecking order. I, I still too, yeah. believe that's, well, that that's probably the bottom. But I don't think it's as... I don't think it, that people completely dismiss that the way they did 10 years ago. But laughed at isn't really how I'm looking at it. A lot of religions don't necessarily laugh at it, but they misapply uh, what it is, in my opinion. A lot of them say any, any EVP that we catch is demonic. Yeah, a lot of people don't think a ghost is just a ghost. It's it's a demon. It's demonic. It's not your dead relative. Okay. So yeah. many people just think but, it's... But, but Catholics, put they separate the two. Yeah. Um, they allow the existence of, you know, spirits, and then they see the, the demonic entities as something completely separate, which is more in line with what kind of we've seen. I mean, that's not really in, completely in line, but that's closer than saying all of them are demonic. Right. Okay. Well, uh, but no, sense, I'll have to look into that. I hadn't heard of that. But there's yeah, a, I, I guess I could pull up the actual article. The, there, there's a. I, I don't even know if it's on Netflix. Still. I think that makes sense, though. I mean, because they're they're the the Catholics are the religion that have done the most. Um, I don't want to say engaging with that, but they have they have a whole process, a whole whole uh, system that that they're going to deal with that with. So I think that would make the most sense. That's, that's why when so many of these ghost shows come on and everybody's possessed, it's like if there are that many freaking possessions going on, don't you think the church would try to get involved with that situation? Right, and and another thing that crosses my mind is they say that they like, okay, put roll a video camera if you want to prove to people your religion is correct. Show some of these exorcisms so the rest of us can believe it. Well, and that's what I'm looking up because they actually do. Uh, there are some out there. See, my problem with it is there's a lot of those quote-unquote exorcisms that is uh, that I've, I've seen evidence of. I've seen write-ups of it, Chris, online. And the ones that I've read, I'm like, oh, well, that's... That sounds like textbook, like mental illness. Yes. Stuff. Yes, that's true that, in that many cases. It gets misattributed to... Yeah. If you if you send someone in with like a really severe case of like, um, like split personality or like uh, what's that one? schizophrenia? Schizophrenia. 
um, if you send them in to like a religious expert, they're going to, they're going to immediately say maybe that they're, well, and I think that happened years ago, maybe in the thirties and the forties, people Mm -hmm. would misconstrue mental illness with possession. Yeah. 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 I think, but then I've heard stories that go the other way where you're like, okay, you, you can be as, you can be as schizophrenic as you want. You're not going to crawl up a wall into a corner and right. be like these crazy well, stories. And one of the, the stories Those I are heard, the ones I want video of. Yes, and I heard about like supposedly uh, snake eyes, that, that the yep. eyes changed, and there's no way that could do that. Or speaking Latin. Yes. And like, the, sp- yeah, speaking whole, in tongues that yeah. you don't know. whole other language that guys, comes so, out. Guys, I, I went, sorry. I'm no, go ahead. Go for I it. went to a, a, when I was younger, my friend, a good friend of mine, their, his parents were very religious. And it was a denomination I can't think of, but it's a very common one here in southwest Missouri. It's not like some like Wiccan thing. Like it was a very common denomination. He had a church. It looks just like a church you'd see. And I go in there not knowing what I was getting myself into. And at one point, the whole congregation just starts speaking in tongues. Was it like Pente- Pentecostal? or Maybe. Something? But it was wild, man. Like I was the only one in that whole place not doing it. And, and they were doing it in unison. Like they were all saying like the chanting same. chanting the. Yeah. And it was very strange. That is weird. That and I was the crazy. only one in that whole building standing there like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. I so don't know. I did find the one I was talking about. This is a, an that Italian. That was me snapping, by the way, yeah. just for. That was, this right. is, this is That's an, not a snap. an Italian documentary that was filmed for, for Netflix. And it's called, it's called Hostage to the Devil. And it, fo- it follows this guy, Father Malachi Martin. He's oh, I've a heard priest. of this. I've heard uh, of this. And he is the one who does these exorcisms and trains, you know, the new people coming in to do exorcisms. And he does have video. So if that is hostage to the, what did I say? Hostage to, to the, the devil. devil. So if that's still available on Netflix, I did watch it. It's about five years old, uh, but it was good. It was good because they do have video and you're not going to see like black smoke shooting out of someone's mouth, but you see some pretty freaky shit all the same. But it, it is re- it is really good if see, that's still like available. if that's like real evidence. How is that not the smoking gun? Because some people think religion and all that stuff is just mumbo jumbo. Well, so do I. But I would like to see like that kind of <laughs> <laughs> Right. I know. I, I agree. But uh, <laughs> it's that's a good fine. it's a good it's a good documentary. Uh, if it's still available, I'm sure you can at least get it on Prime. It's called Hostage to the Devil, and uh, it's, it's, it, I, I, rem- I can't tell you one thing about it, but I remember watching it uh, a long time, you know, four, five, six years ago or something. You know, it looks like it came out in 2017, so it's about six years ago. But that's a good one, and it, and it goes through this exact thing that we're saying, and they do video it. It's not a reenactment. There's actual video of the exorcisms uh, that they perform. So well, this, is, this could also segue, we don't have time, but it could segue into my favorite, one of my favorite conversations. The there you go. One of my favorite things. <laughs> Sorry, I had to look at Melissa's face. Yeah. One of my favorite discussions involving all this is like whether or not belief in the paranormal and religion are mutually exclusive or if they have to go together. Oh, Cause that, that's my, that's like the crux. Like that's where I get really interested in. Cause you know that I've always held the belief that it's all, it can all be explained. Like everything that we've experienced on this planet is explainable. There is no magic. Right. Like it, it, everything is either, it's science that we haven't discovered yet. Yeah. That's where my whole life, like that's my whole life belief is that, you know, gravity used to be this magical thing. Now we understand it. Yeah. Like to the, for, for right. a large, to a large but degree. The thing I don't understand though, is even if that, even if, you can explain away everything with science. I don't know that that would necessarily mean that that would do away with 
the fact that God could have created that. Right. And I know. And that's, that's where it gets interesting to me is those like theological arguments and like how it ties into what we do. Cause what you, you hear a little girl giggling in a hallway that's empty. What is that? Like, right. Well, I know, I know that's a huge topic. There's t- yeah. Funny. I was going to say that's a huge rabbit hole that goes into, a but that's, that's why I do this stuff though. Like that's why it's always interested me is not, not being freaked out and scaring yourself and get flashlights around a campfire type thing, but like trying to figure out what that is. Yeah. Like, multi, like string theory. And, and that's why I want these exorcisms to be recorded and posted. <laughs> I'm sure you can find them. Let's see some people crawling up some walls and stuff. Like, and that is why I always have a rosary with me when I go on. Actually, there there is. What is that? What is that one? Oh, uh, it's a Zach Bagans production. But uh, but there's that's not the one I wanted. No, that's the one. (laughs) It's like the the demon house. Oh, the one where he loses his eyesight. But supposedly there's well, like every episode. there's oh, there's phone footage of someone who crawls up. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it because it's a Zach Bagans production. But uh, was he in a red and a red and blue spandex and shooting web out of his fingers? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't. I don't need to have an image of Zach Bagans See, and spandex. Part, in part of the problem you're getting Thank into you. though now with video, and you get into the deep fakes and and everything else type of videos that can be done. Easily. Even if you have video, yeah. even if you have video of stuff. The golden age of video evidence is behind us. Yes. Because yes. like now, every every video I see of UFOs, and I see a lot of them, <laughs> Melissa, I look it up every day. Every video I see, I'm like, well, that's probably CGI. Like that, you could you could do a deep fake now of a world leader giving a speech. I was going to say their voice. If I had a picture of you, I could make you say anything. Yes, anything. In yeah. fact, I've been getting phone calls lately. I've been getting phone calls. Have you heard about like the whole deep fake audio phone call spoofing that's happening? Mm-mm. The, people are getting phone calls from people that sounds like a loved one. Like this grandma got a phone call. Oh, sounded Lord. just like her grandson asking for money. It was some dude. Some dude using like a computer program to like. Well, I know we've got this AI thing happening right now that's going to just get worse and worse and worse. Uh, as far as, you know, you can ask it to do just about anything and it'll do it, mm-hmm. including stuff like that. I mean, now they have AI art, you know, where you can say, let me see a picture of Dustin eating a hostess Twinkie. Uh, oh, I've got one of those on my phone. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, like on Pluto and in, in seconds, it, it's got a, you've got that. Yeah. So like video evidence, in my opinion, is not the way to go, but audio evidence can be fake too. So everything can be fake. Everything can be. Yeah. You're gonna have to take a leap of faith on some of it. Um, that's the problem is that when you want to find real evidence of something, leaps of faith can't be part of the equation. Well, and I've, I know, but I've chosen, I've chosen, you know, myself, which, you know, as far as the, the big, the big, you know, televised groups, which ones I trust and which ones I don't, I don't watch the ones that I don't, um, you know, like Zach Bagans and, you know, ghost adventures, (laughs) but I do trust like the tap stuff. So that's just my personal, you know, opinion on which ones I trust and which ones I don't. See the, the stuff that I trust most obviously is the stuff that we do that we're there for. Like we're there for it. Like when it happens, when we're there, when we are there. Yeah. Cause I trust all of us. Like, I know that none of us would fake stuff. Right. So, like, when we hear something on an investigation, it, it like, I'm like, oh, man, that was real. Yes. Yeah. But, like, any YouTube video I watch or anything online that gets posted, I immediately, like, without even, like, considering it, I'm like, oh, this isn't credible. Yeah. 
And that's, that's why it's amazing to me that we have fans. That's why I do. I know I'm very skeptical, almost to a fault, because I'll hear a really, I'll hear a really good EVP and be like, "That's too good." And that's I guess that real. answers my question of like why there hasn't been like the smoking gun, because nobody, nobody trusts it. Like, yeah, we could catch, we could get a video recording of a of a ghost walking through that door right now. Wouldn't matter. Yeah, and sit down in that chair and have a conversation with it, <laughs> and we could be rolling it. And nobody would believe it. Yeah. Right. Because how would they know that we didn't, one, fake it right. uh, in tradition? But, but this, is all, this has been going on for, since, since ever. I mean, you go back, Chris, uh, oh, shoot, yeah. a hundred I mean, podcasts ago talked back, about 1800s where a guy faked it. They did the, the ectoplasm, you know, the ectoplasm pictures. They were mm-hmm. faking ectoplasm pictures back in, I mean, when photography was, very, you know, was first 1800s, came out. 1800s. Yeah, they were doing it with cotton, and they would stick little pictures of the person's head in the cotton, you know. They were faking it back then. They were faking it on site. You know, their methods had to be really good and quick. Because they were doing it on site. They weren't doing it for TV. They were doing it for a room full of people. Do you remember that collection of VHSs you used to have about UFOs? Yeah. It was a box set. It was set. a box set of like six. And um, I've, I found that on YouTube years ago. That same collection. And I watched it. And I'm pretty versed in UFO stuff. I don't know if you know this about me, Melissa. But I'm pretty versed in like the evidence and stuff. There, that, that collection of video that I used to watch a lot, I, I loved it. I've seen steps. it over and over, yeah. There are dozens of them on there that have been proven fake. Oh, I know. Since then? Oh, Since yeah. Then, dozens maybe most. Them. Yeah, I think so. In fact, like I think there was like two or three that haven't been proven faked yet. Yeah. Some of the ones that have stuck with me the best over the years, whenever I think of a UFO, I think of this one, has been proven fake. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's so, a yeah. really depressing thought, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's good that they're proven fake. It's unfortunate that that you know had to happen in the first place. All right. Uh, so the next thing we're going to do is a uh, an investigation. Hopefully, in Buffalo, we've got just very limited time to get up there and get that done. So hopefully, we'll get that. Maybe that can be the one we do on the live YouTube, the YouTube live thing. That'd maybe be a good one. Maybe I think so. We could try it at least. You know, we could. It really it. depends on like the availability of like internet and like whether or not Hunter can get that all. You can send them down to the basement. Yeah. That, that actually would be a good place to do I'm it. I'm not going to the basement. I'll go to the basement. No, I'm Not good. by myself. I'm good. Um, that was yeah, me. That was, that was, I don't I'm know what that a, was. You got coffee gurgles? <laughs> but that was something. Uh, I'm going to go to the wiener room. <laughs> the wiener room, you know. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you do it. Okay, so that's going to be our next thing we do. And uh, again, the website is mwghosthunters.com. We'll be back again with more Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters next week. 